They have the best driver there is, super consistent driver, no mistakes on his end, and they have a car that never broke down. I mean, the car, yeah, I mean, the car never broke down. The only DNF they had were from Checo's <laughs> crashes. <laughs> What is up, everybody, and welcome to Wheel to Wheel. I'm your host, Steph, and today I'm here with Alessandro and Alberto. Hello, everyone. What's up, everyone? And we're here for our last podcast of the season. Uh, we're going to do a season recap at the end. Uh, might be a video. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. But uh, we're going to come at the last race of the season in Abu Dhabi. Um, what a Grand Prix. Um, a lot of emotions, a lot that went into it. Um, teams gave it all they had for their last race. What do you guys think? Good race, uh, good qualifying. Uh, it was fun to watch. Not the result we wanted for Ferrari, but uh, better than you know not trying. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, not getting P two in the standing sucks, but it's nice to see Leclerc out there making a difference and giving his all. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like everybody um, tried their best, and I mean I think Ferrari did what they could to uh, get there. Unfortunately, signs during the. <laughs> yeah, um, of course, it was unfortunate that signs um, got out in Q2. He wasn't able to. Q3. Or oh, sorry. Q1. He got, he, he got out in Q1. <laughs> he, got in Q1 he qualified uh, 16th. Uh, so he started the race 16th. Um, Okay, I, I didn't watch quite what happened there. Just traffic or couldn't get Yeah, so, yeah, it was traffic. Uh, that's what he said. Um, I did see it. I think, I think it was going super fast. I think it was Gasly. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. If he was, fight, like, if he was fighting like that um, for 16th place at the last... Yeah, he uh, definitely wasn't you know, going He faster. wasn't fast enough, but Gasly was... Uh, I think Gasly blocked him a little bit. Uh, I forgot who else, but he's saying, yeah, traffic. Um, and he qualified P16. And then um, Hamilton luckily got out uh, in Q2. P- yeah, in Q2. I forgot if he qualified like ninth or 10th or something. So, yeah, so 11th. Or 11th. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Somewhere there. But, um, well, I mean, even Charles, I, I watched um, Q3. That's the only qualifying I watched. But even Charles, like, didn't put, like, a great time on the board until that very, like, flying lap that yeah. he got front row. Like, yeah. It was just like a lap out of the blue for ferrari right there i guess it didn't seem like we had all the pace but once again charles has been doing miracles this last few races yeah i don't know i feel like he's been giving it it's all i don't know how he's doing it he's just uh pushing until the very like the car to its very limits which um it's amazing to see but uh yeah i mean realistically if science was able to get at least yeah maybe like a p anything in the 10, top 10 p 11 you know something like that then uh it could have made a it difference. could it could have made a difference in the constructors but um i don't think mercedes uh they were very close they were they were very very close to yeah mercedes were shitters too like let's not act like 
Yeah, the, the, they, they just got. It. Yeah, they just got like lucky for real. Like, it was just like an end, and end of the race type of thing. But I don't think they're like proud of that because right. they barely got it. And um, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. So then on Sunday on race day, um, yeah, Charles obviously was starting uh, second, right behind Max. And he was able to um, keep pace with him for a, a good amount of the yeah a good amount of the race. I think um, you know everybody just expected Max to push and get that usual five six seven second gap that he always gets. But uh, Charles was right behind him at one or two second gap for um, a pretty good amount of the race, which was great. Then uh, most I, actually most teams did a two stop strategy except for certain drivers. I think Yuki did one. Um, And then um, I don't know how much I agree with what they did with signs. I mean, it was a gamble. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that threw away the race. Well, yeah, that threw away the race, but he he wasn't having the pace. Uh, He wasn't. He wasn't having the pace to get in the top 10 anyways. Yeah, but if Uh, you just put on mediums earlier, just did like what everybody else did instead of two hours. Yeah, it could have ended a little better, I think. I get it. Like waiting for the safety car is like, it's a play that can benefit sometimes. Too big of a gamble when you're in that position. If someone that didn't have anything at stake did it, I get it. Exactly. But if we were fighting for P2 and the constructors, probably not the best. Especially since it was the last race of the season, no one was really fighting for anything. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I no, mean, so, the, I mean, and the bottom, in the a, bottom, a lot of the drivers were. Fi- I mean, yeah, I mean, Charles, Charles ended up in you know a, more points than signs, more, yeah, more points sure. than signs, same points as Alonso, yeah. um, and Norris, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah um, but it's not like it's not like other than Ferrari, Mercedes, and maybe like well, Williams Mc, and McLa- Alpha- M- McLaren and Aston. I think they were McLaren. Clo- they were closed, but then Aston didn't get anything. Yeah. So it uh, was like. Yeah, I don't think the the teams were li- were really like worrying about pushing as much yeah. for the last race, right. which didn't result in any like risk taking or safety car. Oh no, I completely agree. I mean, Tsunoda made sense. Like that strategy made sense for Tsunoda. He was gonna get some points. Yeah, that's how he, he was, was having, trying to do. He was having a good pace. Uh, he was trying to get a good position. Having that one stop strategy, he went mediums and then hards and then kept the hards. You know, it made sense to try to get ahead of other people that were stopping but um for science i don't think it made sense he went he should have started with the mediums and then went to hards or other way around uh as everybody was doing instead he did hard hard forcing him to have to pit for mediums at least once during the race they were waiting for a safety car no safety car happened um so ended up him uh, pitting the last lap of the race and he ended in p18 which is embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, I don't think that should have happened. Yeah, um, I, I don't think he would have ended up in the points anyways. But yeah. I don't know. Um, Lewis, I don't know what was up with Lewis. Um, he was he qualified horribly, and then he also wasn't <sighs> fast on race day compared to Russell, that uh, was able to gain positions mm-hmm. and, um, which I feel like for the whole season it's been the other way around you know lewis has always been performing um while russell fucked up or didn't have the pace or was complaining or you know so i mean 
props I mean, to Russell, him. Russell give, is pretty give, fast. Yeah, we give Russell shit for, uh, and I still will give him shit uh, for yeah. forever. But he still he outperformed his teammate during this race, and he was the reason why they won the or they got second place in the constructor championship. Yeah, honestly, I mean Hamilton. I th- I think he has had a really bad end to the season, like a, ba- a bad second half mm-hmm. of the season. Um, he somehow, I mean, still got P three in the driver standing. So I mean, that's something. Um, I forget where he scored most of his points, but I guess he was just consistent in the first half. Yeah, he did f- get a lot of podiums. A lot of podiums yeah. in the first half. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Once again, I mean, a Mercedes car that is not up to level. Um, we saw some flashes in the beginning, like the pole position from Hamilton and Hungary. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I'd consider the – they did get P2 in the constructors, but I think Mercedes won't be happy with that. Yeah, no. I don't, with I, this season at I don't, all. I don't think they were happy. I mean, their car was shit, yeah. realistically. Oh. They, they had as bad of a car as Ferrari. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would put it, those two not, cars it, on – the same level the ferrari car maybe on a one lap like on a one lap is better than the yeah. mercedes yeah. but other than that i agree um mclaren i forgot what they where they ended i mean i know um norris and uh checo crashed and checo got oh, a five I second saw. penalty what yeah. do you guys think of that uh it was checo's fault it was. Yeah, I think so. Um, he it got, was, but Checo was bitching on the radio. It was well, like, both, both of was, yeah, both of them were. They said, "Oh, he turned into me," but uh, it was it was Norris's line, and Checo turned into him, um, in my opinion. But yeah, I think the five second penalty was right for Checo. Um, what happened at the end? I mean, I think that was a brilliant moment that we saw from Charles. Uh, what he was trying to do was. Um, he slew down to let Checo pass him on the last lap, or in the last, uh, I think it was the it was third already, to last, it was like no, third to last lap. It was like already the last lap. Oh, was it the last yeah. lap? Yeah. So he was slowing down. Charles had a pretty big gap. I think it was like 10 seconds on Perez. No, it was or like eight four seconds. or five. Oh, really? Yeah. I think. Yeah. If I remember. I right. don't know, but he had, he had a pretty good gap on Perez. Um, he let Peretz through to get second place, so because that Peretz had the five because he had a five penalty. second penalty, so that he could try to get George five seconds from Paris, so that oh. then he would have um, so that so so that so then Paris would, yeah, would be second, Paris would be third, third while still maintaining the five yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it was such a genius move from Charles. He called it on the radio, and when he called it, I was like, "No way!" That's I that. think he called it a little bit too late. Yeah, because because. Russell wasn't going that fast at that moment, and Parrots was. Because yeah. Parrots also pitted kind of late, so he had newer tires. Yeah. And the commentators were saying, like, we're predicting that, like, this is what Charles, like, could do. Yeah. But I don't think anyone expected him to do that. So, right. I mean, that's cool. No, I think it was a genius move from Charles. And um, it kind of, I mean, it's kind of like when we saw Carlos doing yeah. the Norris thing yeah. that he was uh, in Singapore, where he was uh, pulling yeah. Norris. It's cool to um, see. I think. But. I mean, he ended up with 3.8 seconds from Russell. So yeah. if he did like one lap earlier, it could yeah. have, he would have yeah. gotten him. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was a really good thing, and I saw a bunch of memes on it. But I think it's kind of true. You know, <laughs> the Ferrari drivers are kind of <laughs> they're making the, their own strategy. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of making their own strategy and calling their own shots, um, which is because their strategy is shit. Which 
is not a really bad thing. You know, it shows you that they're smart drivers, and it shows yeah, but you it that shouldn't be that way. Intelligence that they have on uh, while racing. So, do you guys see that meme on F1 Troll that was comparing the stats of two drivers for each team? Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, wait, what? Do you see that meme on F1 Troll where they were basically comparing the stri- the the stats for each teammate? Oh. But it was like in a funny. It was way. like a funny. I did. I only saw the Alonso and Stroll. It was, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. It fun. was like uh, Hamilton and Russell. Uh, how many times they were told that their car was fastest <laughs> on the on the track? <laughs> oh yeah, because they kept telling that. <laughs> yeah, how many times Toto Wolf told Hamilton, "You're the fastest man on track." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was funny. Toto did keep saying that um, this past weekend, uh, which was hilarious. Um, I mean, I think. You know, it was kind of cool to see Yuki get points, um, especially he for... Uh, of, he had a good yeah. race, good Driver qualities. of the day, Yeah, too. and oh. then France Toast. Um, yeah, you know, he's, retire, he's retiring, and um, Yuki kind of... I I did that like did that for him, and that gave yeah. his points to and him. And France Toast... Which I think was really cool. France Toast has had a huge impact on Formula One, yeah. like the modern era of Formula yeah. One, which I read a couple of articles about it, which was really cool. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's really cool. And, you know, people don't really see that just because he is... Well, he's also a quieter guy. Yeah. Like, he's not one of those guys that, like, Toto and Christian and whoever that goes in bitches at the reporters and yeah. does, like, all this stuff. You know, he's there for pure racing like yeah. he's there because he loves the sport and uh, he loves racing so i think super cool yeah i think it's super cool and it's one of those people that might go unnoticed um on like the tv and the media and drive to survive and all this stuff yeah. but um it's it, he really did bring a lot to the sport what was really his cool. um career like was he in the was he in the fia for a minute or before i, I don't in the early days i'm not i don't I, know i'm not aware i'm not too but, familiar with him um because I think I think he had with the um, Dominicali. Yeah, I think with Dominicali he had a good. I think they were colleagues for a minute. I don't know where. But Dominicali wasn't in uh, until yeah until yeah Dominicali was, was in Ferrari. Ferrari yeah. yeah. Well, it says here he worked for Williams uh, for a little bit from like 2000 to 2006, and then he's been Toro Rosso. Or Alphatari to principal from 2006 to 2020. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which is probably one of the long the people that have been yeah. there the longest. Yeah. yeah. I um, think he was handed just well. Alphatari and Torres didn't exist until. No, because it was uh, Minardi. Minardi. Yeah. yeah, it was Minardi, uh, which then got bought yeah. by. Yeah. So I mean, he's definitely the he, longest. He like started it. Yeah, yeah, but he he was also put in place after Red Bull. Like, yeah. But, yeah. So to be the guy for Torres, yeah. Alphatari racing bulls whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it <laughs> i know yeah that's such a stupid name yeah racing, racing bulls, bulls suck like, i know just, i liked alpha tari no i like toro russell was elite both, both. Well, like yeah. toro russell was elite but so was alpha tari alpha yeah. tari was chill yeah like, and i, I like i like i really like their branding and yeah. everything like i think they're a cool brand um so i don't racing. know oh also did you guys know that like next year like alfa romeo won't be the technical yeah. sponsor of sauber anymore yeah. Oh, yeah. so what will it be i it don't know be, it'll probably sauber. be sauber sauber yeah Sub- or something else. I, don't, I know they're sponsored by Steak. So yeah. tomorrow yeah. it's gonna. I mean, next year's gonna be Haas and Alfa Haas Romeo. Ferrari. Yeah, uh, already uh, next year though. Alfa Romeo yeah. Haas. I think Damn, it Gene. might be. Yeah, Gene, Gene got all that money now. Yeah. he doesn't have to struggle anymore. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Um, that's but sad I, I think because that's sad because Alfa Romeo had some great liveries. Yeah, yeah, I think they're trying. They're gonna start that transition. 
um, next to year. Audi. Uh, I mean, they're slowly trying to like just start that stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, pretty cool stuff coming. It's gonna be a sad. It's gonna be a sad. Um, four months, five months without uh, F one. Yeah, it's not that long though. I mean, we're at the end of November. March is gonna it, be yeah. Like, March it's like preseason. Like, yeah, yeah, March is like test. Yeah, mid, mid March and deliveries Mid March or the last week of March is gonna be the last uh, or the first race. And uh, don't get your hopes up though. I'm yeah, ar- I'm no, already, I mean, I'm already I th- ready for another year of Max yeah, Verstappen Yeah, but domination. I just hope it's a little bit more exciting. Like, I'm not saying Max won't win, but, like, I don't know, like, a couple of race winners out of them. Yeah, Max. hopefully. I think um, Lewis said it in an interview. I, I saw it recently. Uh, he said he won every race other than a couple. I think we can already predict how 2025 or 2025 or 2024 is going to go. Yeah. yeah, he said so, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's yeah he said um, yeah don't expect anything until twenty twenty six until twenty twenty six which is fucked up. Yeah, but twenty twenty six is gonna be like the greatest but, year. I mean, F1 you ever. never know. The one thing about Formula is that it's not that predictable. You know, anything can happen really. Yeah, um, yeah but I mean, yes, we did see Merce- Mercedes did win for like ten years in a row and Red Bull. Maybe they should change the regulation. That freezes I mean, the car. I mean, that's that's the whole point of um, the regulations that change every whatever years, five years, um, because it's I know technology evolves, um, new stuff comes out, and you can't just keep running the same exact car with the same exact specs. So yeah. kind of keeps yeah, it. Yeah, but interesting. why not uh, leave it for like a free for all kind of thing? Because then. If you leave it free for all, then Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes are still going to be good because they have the best technologies and the best things. Well, I'm not talking about like money and research, and you know, obviously, there's still like a cap and everything, but regulation wise, regulation wise, like if you want to change your shit, just change it. Well, no, because there has to be regulations on like engines and stuff like that, or else, you know, I'm going to run the biggest engine I can and like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I don't think. Hopefully, that. hopefully Ferrari doesn't deliver a shit box. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We're close. Like we were close at points. You know, uh, sometimes we were close to the Red Bull. Yeah, but you got to you got to do it all year round. But it's, uh, yeah, last time we were close was Miami of like last year. Yeah, I know, but it's like we we. I feel like with development we can get there. You know, I mean, what does Red Bull have that the other teams don't have? I don't know. I mean, that's what, something that's like, what they're trying to figure like, out. All the all the engineers and all the team all the team members of Red Bull are from Mercedes and Ferrari. All uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but yeah. Sciences, um, one of Sci- one of the guys in Sciences team, I forgot what he does, uh, but he's leaving for Red Bull um, net for next year. You know, we have a, everybody. Christian Horner grabbed everybody from Mercedes and Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. So it's. What do we not have that they have? Steph, how important... Adrian Newey? (laughs) Yeah. How important do you think the aerodynamics are for a car these days? And how, like, can you improve them? Okay. How much impact they have? Well, from my understanding, I mean, aerodynamics is really important, especially with today's regulations. Uh, If you look at cars from um, back in the other... uh, in the previous eras of F1, aerodynamics was important, but not crucial. Um, right now we have 
they have a whole hybrid system so you have batteries uh, that need to recharge and like all this stuff but also um the main thing is tire degradation you're right um if they if a car is struggles to push through the wind or through the air at high speed then it pushes the car down in the load so the tires uh degrade quicker because there's a heavier mass on the on the tires while um if the air is pushing through the car then the car uh is lighter and the tires consume less that's from my understanding kind of like the basics of it um i do think tires were the main thing that um obviously it depends from track to track but i think red bull was able to win most of the races because of their tires i mean they're they were able to maintain that speed for the longest amount of time compared to other cars because their tires were always the freshest no matter you know max could run the hards for 60 laps sometimes and the mean, only reason why they didn't win singapore is because it was a track where the aerodynamics didn't work you know the same as other tracks right and, and yeah it depends like mexico city is the highest uh point the highest race uh in the Altitude. on the calendar monza is the lowest so um they have completely they have to have different complete or completely setups. different setups yeah. um and yeah for what we talked about uh for singapore it was either really they just got it wrong or um aerodynamics didn't matter as much as it would in other places yeah uh but yeah i do think you know red bull has adrian newey which he is the a fucking he's the king of aerodynamics and he's a crazy engineer um so i think that that's the advantage that they have compared to other teams but again he can be a genius to a certain extent yeah yeah there's only so much that the team the for that ferrari can't understand from just looking at the red bull car so i don't know i think there is a chance of performance changes next year i think there is a chance that maybe you know ferrari mercedes or some other team can catch up by designing a different car i mean alfatari they said that they're gonna run this year red bull's car from this year um at the closest specs that they can i mean wouldn't it be crazy to see alfatari compete or something right i, I mean, mean i mean i think that would be fun are you kidding? Like are you kidding aston martin last year was last in the season and they were competing for something this yeah. year to a certain extent you know mclaren seemed to be a shit box this year and they were competing to a certain extent uh the williams yeah. have been going fast especially on a one lap basis um this year so i yeah, think but all of the teams you mentioned lack consistency so right that's I, just what they gotta find yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Red Bull was consistent for the whole year. They've <laughs> the best driver there is, super consistent driver, no mistakes on his end, and they have a car that never broke down. I mean, the car, yeah, ne- I mean, the car never broke down. The only DNF they had were from Checo's crashes. <laughs> Imagine they just needed two Checos. <laughs> I know. Um, and yeah, then that, we and then we would have had a great season. Yeah, yeah. we would have had a completely different season yeah. with two Checos. So, um, so one more question for you guys: How would you? Um, how would you guys rate um, Vasseur's first season as team principal of Ferrari? Uh, that's no, kind of I mean, a hard question. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about 
the results of this year. I'm not talking yeah. about yeah. the car because he didn't even build a car. So right. I'm just talking like pure strategy and pure like handling situations with I the mean, drivers because we had because coming into the season we were unsure mm-hmm. if who was number one driver and we still don't we're know. Still don't so know. It, and it's not a bad thing. I wouldn't consider it a bad right. thing right now because you have two top tier drivers that are. Well, I'm gonna just say that is a bad thing in my opinion because if we had what science did for the first part of the season and what charles did for the second part of the season all season long we would definitely be p2 and we would have had better results but we had like super science for a couple of races we had super charles a couple of races and then in the middle was just shit yeah. yeah so i mean i don't know that much about driver's management and we don't really see how well he did or didn't the only way we have to look into it is when drive to survive comes out yeah um but i mean strategy wise obviously better than binotto but still i mean you still had some shitty strategy calls yeah but you know and you know it's not acceptable to have those you don't see uh, other teams making shitty calls that much and one thing about binotto is though binotto was making decisions and crucial times Vasseur this year hasn't really okay we got one win but we didn't really compete for much else yeah. Binotto was fighting for wins yeah and he fucked yeah. up he fucked up don't get me wrong but he was yeah yeah it was the crucial was different part. objectives and yeah. I don't think we've seen that from Vasseur yet that's true yeah we can't judge him in I that. Th- yeah I agree I think you can't judge it just because this was like Vasseur's everybody every single fan wasn't expecting anything and was like we can't you know it he just got there right before the season. Like, there's nothing we can really say or judge him for because he's working with what was given to him. I think um, in the next few seasons, we're able to, like, kind of have a be- better judgment on all this. What I want to say is that I think he has balls. I think he's not scared just because he's the newer guy there. I don't think he's scared he's to, like... New. Well, to, in Ferrari. Oh, Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's scared of, you know, the politics behind it and, like, the people that have been there for 10 years and all that stuff because he did, you know, a lot of people, he did fire a lot of people or uh, he did promote other people that maybe didn't have those positions. So I think he's not scared and he kind of has a vision of the team that he wants to build. Um, but at the same time, we I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're able to judge yet. Fair enough. Um, he could have done better, though, in some... I mean, some strategy calls, some, yeah. But it's not all him. I mean, he has a team that works with him, and right. you know, it's not just him. Let's yeah. say that. Uh, no, I think that's mainly um, that's mainly hit for the Vassar part. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Alpha Tari's uh, team principal is going to be what's his name? Uh, uh, Mickey. Uh, Mickey, Mickey, Mikey, where's he something? coming from? Uh, Ferrari. Ferrari. He was, uh, oh. yeah. Oh he, yeah. He was the director of. Stra- uh, he's he the was? little shit with the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. long hair, mustache. I he think was he's with Spanish. Binotto. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was. Still, he still was with Ferrari. Oh, this year. This year? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. guy, the guy with the long hair, mustache. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, he's going to Alphatari. I mean, he was confirmed like a while back. But yeah. I mean, and good for him. I mean. Speaking about um, Italians and former, I mean, this guy's not Italian, but former Ferrari driver, um, former Ferrari workers, Andrea Stella, good first year with um, McLaren. I would say overall positive. Yeah, as a team principal, for, first year. for how he turned it around. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the main thing was that he was able to turn it around yeah. that way, and I think he got like I think Zach Brown is happy with 
his result as team yeah. principal, no doubt. I feel like if we, if you go back and look at the first ten episodes of the season, <laughs> we every time we're like Mercedes should, or McLaren should <laughs> box, McLaren should box, yeah. and you know, and then we start. And now we're like, oh damn, McLaren's uh, fast, McLaren's uh, fast. I know we're gonna do a recap episode kind of thing. We are. But, um, yeah, so we'll do a different, like a separate episode slash video it on a, uh, a recap of everything. But last last thing was announced: um, Oscar Piastri, Rookie of the Year. Oh really? Yeah, I, th- I didn't see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It like was. official? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, no I'm, doubt. I'm, I mean, who? Else? Yeah, who else? But Tim and Sargent. Uh, yeah. In the breeze. <laughs> oh, fuck it's in uh lawson yeah. yeah but no i mean i think he fully deserved yeah. it i mean beast i he think he, dude, he won a sprint i mean yeah. that's a pretty big deal if you go back to our um prediction episode um you we know fucking you, you guys you guys were incredibly skeptical well, skeptical I mean, no. of piastri well, understandably so i was, so. I was. i'll but, take the l yeah, i mean in the first 10 races piastri was always like fucking 16 so yeah we had valid reasons but yeah i know but I but mean, it, obviously we're not experts people right. that know and right. have been in the sport like christian yeah. horner said he was he was destined for greatness yeah. piastri right so that i think that kind of proves like the amount of expertise that these people have. I mean, and they also probably have been looking at Piastri drive, driving since he was like yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. Um, and we kind of don't have that kind of insight. But I think I'm happy for him. I think, you know. He's going to do good, good Yeah, good, good yeah. for him. I think he's going to be very successful in the sport. Um, I got nothing else on this. I'm excited about our um, incoming YouTube, chan- YouTube <laughs> channel slash YouTube video You're, of our, of our um, end of season rankings and <laughs> the predictions we made at the beginning of the season and just <laughs> overall i love how day. you have all these ideas and all this stuff uh these visions but then i'm the one that has to do all the work you're the mind behind it i'm just the idea guy okay okay yeah so, so you're the one that will be editing we'll get a little like thumbnail going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see, but we're g- definitely going to do another um, recap video episode um, about everything, going back to what we said back in uh, our predictions. I know there. I listened to the episode today, uh, our, for our very first Damn, episode, probably embarrassing. and we did say we did say some interesting stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I th- stay I, tuned. Yeah, I think that's um, it. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. That's where all the updates are going to be. And um, YouTube. Um, you know. <laughs> Subscribe. Wait, do we have a YouTube channel? No, oh, it's in uh, the works. <laughs> no, but uh, please uh, follow us on Instagram to stay updated. Um, with the season being over, I don't know how much is going to be posted on the Spotify account or uh, the podcast feed in general. So most updates are going to come through Instagram. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Stay Thank tuned. you guys for tuning in. See you, everyone. Uh, what an end of the season. Um, stay fast. See you guys.